0: Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined in studio by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Uh, boys, good to have, uh, good to have you both here, man. Good to have the entire group back. A long time, yeah. There, was it's a, been there a were some long time. Questions
1: raised it? about uh, about Ronnie's whereabouts and and commitment to really? the podcast. Well, because your absence coincided with your uh, your work with our our previous co-host, people were wondering if maybe you were withdrawing from us to go invest in that. And we didn't uh we didn't believe that to be the case, but we we couldn't confirm or deny these rumors either.
2: Yeah, these are uh, man, it's been a tough week. It's been a tough week for rumors. I mean I'm you know this is like this is us and people magazine, you know, level Yeah, this is tabloid stuff,
0: Ron. Do you wanna do you wanna speak to that at all? I mean do you have uh, any statements to make
2: as you well know, Big T, I, ha- I have an agent, and my agent has told me to not comment on this. So I'm just going to leave it at that, and we're just going to yeah. we're going to do our podcast like we always do. And sometimes Big R has to uh, has to take a brief hiatus, and that's just that's just how we roll through it sometimes. <laughs> and speak in the Dude, third the, person,
0: the the, the, the buzz around this thing is just uh, magnificent. You know, <laughs> everywhere I go, <laughs> it's probably been hard
2: for you to, It's probably been hard, I mean, did you have to take the last week off and just field field questions all week? Or we It's to-
0: tough. I just had to. Yeah, I couldn't even go to class, really. I just had to I had to teach via Skype. So I'm actually just doing everything via Skype.
2: I, I can't even know, imagine so. what the students were saying. You probably. Oh, dude. Even. Yeah. Unbelievable. Upward. I mean,
0: you. Yeah. You know, this is this is first and foremost in their minds. I mean, do I listen to the happy rant? Do I listen to What what's the name of your other project?
2: I, I don't Look, even know what it, you're talking about.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> even. I don't even know what the other project right, is. Like, what? That's what how short lived it was. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well boys, we, uh, yes, yes. is that the name of it?
2: No, that's just. Oh. I, oh. I feel like that just sort of like kind of that just sort of brings us up to speed with the mood that's been going on over the past. It does,
0: man. Uproarious. It's glorious. It's a festive mood in the studio today, given that all three of us are, are back, and we're uh, we're, we're, you know, we're such tell about festive the, tell people about too.
2: The catering, tell them about the party we're having right now because big Dude, the
0: craft right. services, the excess, the decadence. I mean, the, you, yeah, you can yeah, imagine. The Let the your mind cocktail. I can barely mm. speak right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, you know, this is just typical typical radio decadence, boys, and, uh, and and that would not be enabled were it not for our sponsors. So, Pipe, why don't you do a little business? Uh, why don't you throw a little love to the people who, who throw love to us? Uh, and by love, I mean money.
1: That's right. Um, well, that's, that's a love us, language. About,
0: it's a love language. It certainly is. Uh, tell us about Olive Tree Bible, baby.
1: Yeah, and, and nobody supports decadence like uh, Christian Bible software. So That's uh, right. When I yeah. think
0: of decadence, that's who I think of.
1: Well, I mean if you've been to their if you've been to their palatial offices in uh I don't know, probably somewhere on the west coast because that's where software companies reside, I'm sure they're they're incredible. It's uh you know shag, See, their car- offices shag Carpet are nuts, on the walls man. and stuff like that. So
0: it's like Apple in the seventies, you know. It's right. just just crazy decadence. Yeah,
1: I mean it's it they they've taken all the best from Apple and Google and uh and, and uh, pixar and kind of put it together and in, in jesus name and uh and now mm. we're bringing it to you so that's what olive wow. tree does
0: wow there
1: you go no but in 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 uh to to actually represent the product maybe a tad more accurately uh <laughs> olive tree bible software we've we've had them as a sponsor for a few previous episodes uh ted has spoken highly of them as a as an app he actually uses and so this is not just this is not just for the sake of money that we're doing the sponsorship it's something he actually uses my dad uses it i have it and have used it in the past especially just for bible reading it's a really great clean mobile experience um, and then in terms of the, the broader things it can do Especially on iPad and some larger screen things You can do side-by-side text studies So if you're, if you're preparing a sermon or a lesson Or if you're just doing a more in-depth Bible study You can do those, there's those kinds of features But then they also have this substantial library of other resources So commentaries, Christian books, um, including some of Ted's books Ronnie, I don't know if your books are on there or not Let me see, uh, do you want me to check or will that hurt your feelings
2: if they're not there? I, I wow. Just, that, that's way, exciting.
0: Live radio pipe.
2: Yeah, either way, you I, check? I, I'm yeah. completely unaffected by either discovery. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, um, I don't
2: see them. I would but, say probably not. There you go.
1: But there's a lot of people. I just searched. See, the he's guarding his heart pipe. He, he's it's trying really to prepare good. himself for that's it. That's really good. Way to guard your heart. That's a, uh, that's you, a mature individual. You're you're, a, you're, you're ready to be a college age Christian woman. Um,
0: <laughs> so, so is but, there any higher compliment really i mean two of <laughs> my know?
2: books should be two of ted's books on there as well so that yes. i do have that going for me possibly i think
0: it's actually more like Oh, like big R, publishing- you hitched your publishing wagon to yeah. a rocket ship man, no, right. I tell you yeah. that. that's what i'm saying finding you know? god
1: in the dark faith the disappointment and the struggle to believe by ted cluck and ronald j martin Right there I'm looking well there at it, it is it. Boom. But the reason I, the yeah. reason I bring these up is because, unlike some other Bible softwares, Olive tree lets you buy a la carte, so if you just ah. want a particular book here and book there, I mean it's like buying ebooks through Kindle or iBooks or something like that, but it all lives in the app, which means you can use them to interact with the Bible text as well, so um, if you are interested in this, listeners, if you go to olivetree.com, you look around, it's an incredibly easy site to navigate. It's a really clean, well-laid-out site. And you find something you want, so you want to download the app, you want to start stocking up your library, you will get 20% off your purchase by using the code RANT. So RANT as in Happy Rant, get 20% off, go to olivetree.com, check it out. Great software, especially good on mobile, and then they have this great uh, – library of resources, including books by Ted and Ronnie. So you can't, you can't miss this opportunity.
0: Wow. There it is. Pipe nicely down, man. That was one of your better. I was feeling inspired today.
2: I don't know why you just don't have like a, like book promo company exclusively. Is that a thing?
1: (laughs) I I legitimately got an email from a, a person I went to college with and, uh, and this person, I will I will let the person remain genderless so as to give no clue, was <laughs> questioning whether or not I actually like all the books I promote. They were wondering That's whether or outrageous. not I was authentic.
0: Dude, authentic. since when is there the assumption that you are? This is business. This is the radio business. Well,
1: not only on the podcast, but like I push out Kindle deals through Twitter and yeah. Facebook all the time mm-hmm. because – partly because I like to share books and partly because if somebody buys stuff, I make money off of that. So again, I mean, it's just, it's like a little side business, you know, I get 7% of every 99 cent ebook that somebody gets. And so, uh, it's not a lot of money, but, uh, I just thought it was funny because like, wow, people actually, they're actually skeptical about these things. And so I, I had tried to explain that if I review a book or something, that's a book that I am actually invested in. If I just say, Hey, here's a deal, I'm sharing a deal. So yeah. they're, they're not the same thing. I've
2: for a minute that you didn't love every book you've ever promoted. And I've actually I've read Purpose all of Driven them, Life, and all oh, of those.
1: Yes, Andy's. Yeah. Well, you missed it last week. We had an Andy Stanley book, um, Visioneering, as uh, as. And so <laughs> I was we can't I, I, I wasn't
2: laughing
0: at that title. I was laughing at something else. Funny. I, we can't, I much can't much, do, do you. Stanley
2: on there now. I mean, that's not. Uh, am I overstepping? We can't do that,
0: right? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, we, we did just, it. We we did <laughs> it in your absence. If you don't if you don't want to do
2: Stanley, you need to.
0: Be involved in the show a little bit more, baby. I yeah. leave and Wait, all be of invested, a sudden
2: Stanley is creeping through for book promos. Guys, I might have to Rachel the Held Evans and just step out now. I, I don't know. I, I got dude, you may
0: have to step out and just get involved in a, in a real, true, gritty artist's program like, like the one that you're doing with Trogues, right? Yeah.
2: I, I forget. What was that called again?
0: With Integrity. It's, it's called up-roarious. uproarious. The Stephen Altrogi Show.
1: Pompous <laughs> Pietism, I think, is the subtitle. Something along yeah. those lines. It was a Stanley leadership book, Ronnie, and that's the way I pitched it. Is there any
2: other kind of Stanley book that's been released out there? uh, It was a postmodern novel by Stanley. Or is it the Stanley? (laughs) I don't believe the Bible is an errant book. I mean, I I don't know. Which one are we on right now?
1: (laughs) I'm so glad I brought this up. Angry Ronnie is the funnest Ronnie.
0: I mean, Dude, angry I mean, Ronnie. It's like it's like low grade angry, but it's still well, angry. I mean, I mean,
2: what do we got? We got we got Bishop T.D. Jakes. We're going to promo one of his books next week. I mean, what Dude, I'm the,
0: literally I'm recording from his gold plated G5. How much right is now. this? One how much is this publisher? In, paying?
2: Release something new. Let's roll with him. Let's go with that. You know,
0: uh, how much Dude, are listen they paying? to me? What, true scenario. What, what if T.D. Jakes? What if his people reached out and they offered just a just an ungodly sum of money? To to promo one of his trash books on the show.
1: Well, any now, sum much of money from his people would be ungodly, Ted.
0: That that's that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's unholy money. Was, oh man, dude. Do you do you think serious question here? And this this isn't one of the topics. I'm already like uh, going off the, off the playbook. But uh, do, do you think it's incumbent upon guys like us, and by that I mean like semi young white. Uh, Semi artistic, uh, educated people. Do do we have to pretend to like hate commerce? I, I feel like I, I sense this like undertone in all my students. Like, even if anything's commercial, it's bad. No. You have to you have to hate commerce.
2: I mean, it's like it's easy to say that you hate commerce, as commerce is what's making you able to even say that you hate commerce. It's like, dude, right? Like, I, I had a student
0: today. He was like, "Well, I hate Spotify, but I mean, I, I mean, I, I listen. I make. I'm
2: like, why do you even hate
0: Spotify? Like, it's it's just bringing you all this free music, like." What what's to hate about it? You
2: know? Right. I mean I mean I should hate Spotify because you, you should know. hate Spotify as an artist, but this guy's just a guy. You well, know? He's not an artist, correct. Like <laughs> it's not costing him any money. He's costing me money.
0: Right. Yeah, right. He's just getting a bunch of free music. I don't see the downside for this guy.
2: Right. Because but. you know, because you're when you're nineteen you have to hate you have to hate anything associated with the man.
0: Right? Yeah, exactly, man. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, just exhausting I mean, I think, to me. I'm tired of all of it. We're all old know? enough
1: that we uh, we've probably shaken hands with the man. We may have had lunch with the man. Like that's just yeah. a thing we've had to make peace with to some degree.
2: And yeah, but but and, you guys weren't. But Ted Pipe, I was like I was never one of these against the man guys because I just thought that the cliche of that was just so abhorrent. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's
0: just exhausting. It's tiring. That cliche. I never knew you know? who the
1: man was because because any <laughs> anybody who is anti the man is so inconsistent because you know they may be anti the man, but like half of you know then they're going to get poor and, and need food stamps, which are provided by the man. So dude,
2: I came from the '80s where everybody wanted to be the man, so that's how everything shifted from you know parents, hippie generation, right. It was, it was Reagan. Well, and
0: it's like with these kids, it's like your dad was the man. That's why you're in college to begin with,
1: you know? And you don't want to grow up and be your dad because most of us don't want to grow up and be our dads. But there, it's a little bit of misplaced angst.
0: Exactly.
1: Man.
2: Do we have a show we're doing? Is this part of the show or – I don't know. It's part of the show because we,
0: we're, we're, we're talking about The show is whatever we're we're talking about. We're ranting it, it, it. Most of
2: us are so happy so besides on the running the show, about it. Forgive me. Sorry. Yeah, well, you know, I can't get into the Stanley thing because it's just outrageous,
0: dude. You're, you're conflating this with your other show, which is which is way different from this. In that, like, you just talk about three like news items, so it's, dude, I wish it's I knew completely what the different.
2: Man. But if it has anything to do with Andy Stanley, I'm out, and I think you guys know that by now.
0: So. It has nothing to do with Stanley.
2: <laughs> is that the right, boys by Stanley conflating? Conflating, conflating leadership conflating by Andy hearing. Stanley. Visionary <laughs> Conflating by Andy Stanley.
0: Conflatineering. I love it. Oh boys. Um let's let's get this thing back on track, yeah, let's man. Get we actually,
2: back on. Let's get our hats back on, boys. That's
0: all right. Let's get our professional radio hats back on. We actually have some decent we have some decent topics this week, man. Uh, not like that's a surprising thing, but uh the, the one that really the one that really intrigued me, Pipe, uh that you sent along this morning was uh this issue of uh, as parents whether or not we should like be buds, whether or not we should be friends with our kids, and um, I think this is fascinating because of a conversation that I had with with my lady this morning with KK about how responsibility really does sort of taint friendship. Like like our friends are our friends because we call them up and we you know go see movies or go out to dinner or have a coffee or whatever, but they're not the people with whom. We don't have to do discipline with them. We don't have to do business. We don't have to pay bills. We don't have to do all the day-to-day crap of life, which is why it's fun to be friends. Um, so I'm inclined to say about our kids, fundamentally, we can't be their friends because we have so many other responsibilities that involve them. But on the other hand, like I feel like I'm buddies with my guys, man. I mean, I, we have fun. We, we do a lot of the same stuff together. We you know We enjoy the same shows now. We listen to a lot of a lot of the same music it's fun to to share all that so uh what do you guys say about this
1: well ronnie you're farther along as a parent than i am so uh yeah th- throw some
2: insight in on this well dude okay so i think that we've kind of got i i i'm with everything big t just said all right so i think we've kind of gotten off track a little bit because i think what this whole like all the, the only name i have for my kid now is buddy kind of kind of mm. you know kind of <laughs> culture that we're in It's just that we it's kind of like this idea that says, like, the most important thing in my life is for my kid to like me. And Mm -hmm. I just know that, like, growing up, like my dad and my mom, they were never concerned about that. Never a concern, Mm -hmm. never any decision they made, never a concern whether we approved or whether we liked it or not. Sure. And so I I think I think what that does, you know, a a good example to this whole like friend thing is, uh, you know, you guys are going to say what you want about this. But I'm a Gilmore Girl fan. All right. Okay. I right, was just waiting for some haha, but there it is. All well, right. I was, so I was Gil-
1: following the if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all rule, which I normally don't, but I decided in this case I would, I would go for it.
2: I'm shocked. Okay, but Gilmore Girls was all about, you know, it was, a, it was about this like mom in her 30s with her teenage daughter, and they were friends and they were best friends. And it's interesting because as the show played out, what happened was as soon as the daughter started doing things of which the mom should have intervened as a mother, she felt like she couldn't because they were mm-hmm. buds and and so the mentality from the daughter was like well who are you to tell me like why are you on my back man like why are you giving me such a hard time like in other words like relating to her as a friend because again that that sort of authority as a as a mom had not been in place and i just think that's kind of what we're asking for if our kids are just our buds um because it, they they should be our friends on one hand but at the same time it, it that can't be where the relationship stops right right
1: yeah i i think I, I, I agree a lot with what you said about the, the pitfall of wanting your kids to like you or at least that, the pitfall of that being sort of the, the end game because like, I want my kids to trust me and I want them to like me. But I also know that as a parent, as an authority figure, which I have to be, I will simply be the bad guy a lot because they're going to mm-hmm. do stuff that I have to say you can't do that. You can't talk to people that way. You can't, yeah. you know, blah blah blah. Which friends don't do that. Friends don't do, friends don't get in their you know get in another friend's business and as an authority figure say, I'm sorry, you need to go to your room now because your attitude stinks. Like <laughs> that's, that's not a friend thing to do. And so, this question was interesting to me because because I hear both sides of it. There's like the cultural sure. side that's like everybody's buddies, and then there's like the the crazy church parents who are like, you are not your child's friend. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I would like to envision a scenario where when my kids are 17, 18, 25, 35, we grow into maybe not being peers exactly because – but being friends where we're talking about life. We're talking about ideas. We're talking about work. We're talking about experiences. But they're still coming to me as dad for advice or for counsel or because they have a problem. And so I I don't feel like it, it has to be an either or. And I feel like if you make it an either or like I'm just their friend or I'm not their friend, you're probably screwing up pretty bad.
2: Yeah, I think it has to be tipped. I think you should always be your kid's friends. But I think I think that can't tip into sort of an area of where you've lost your authority with them. And I agree, man, as you get older, right, you're going to be more your friend's parents than you are going to be in more of that subservient role. It doesn't mean you respect them any less, you know, you don't give them that respect. But um, it definitely changes for sure,
0: dude. Here, here's a question: What if you're not inclined to be? What if you wouldn't be friends with one of your kids in real life? You know what That's I mean? What tough. what? What, if, what right. if their personalities are such that you're not? You wouldn't be drawn to them. So I I, I think this buddy culture that you speak of, Big R, um, and you're you're so right. I think it it creates an unrealistic expectation that you know, just because this is my kid, we're going to be best buds. And, and for some people, it just doesn't work out that way. You know, maybe, maybe your kid's got a difficult personality. Maybe your kid just has a completely different personality and, you know, you still love them. You still honor them. You still care for them. You still, um, you know, share Christ with them, et cetera. But it's, it's not this sense of, you know, this is my bud. Like we, we, ride together all the time, you know, um, Yeah, dude. Yeah, you know, it's just true. not like that for everybody, you know, and it's, it's unfair to create that expectation. I think, well,
2: I, I think yeah. that's a really important point. That's a really great point. Big T I got to give you that one. Thanks baby. Thank you, baby. And you're I, welcome.
1: And I guess the, yeah. the scenario that I'm envisioning that that could be because my, my two daughters have dramatically different personalities. And right now mm-hmm. I find the younger one way more fun to be around. Sure. Because the older one is just like me. And (laughs) and nothing is more annoying than arguing with a younger, dumber version of yourself. We know. (laughs) Exactly. And then you throw in the fact that she's a girl and so she – like things that I say get taken more personally and Mm. uh, it it, it creates chaos. And so like it's hard for me to envision being best buds with her for the next few years because I have to navigate these waters of conflict whereas – her younger sister is just this free spirited, easygoing, funny kind of little kid, and that it, it's way easier to imagine. But I just have to remember it's not my job to be their best friend. It's my job to be their best dad and right. have as much fun as I can, but also maintain authority and try to help them figure out how to navigate life and all those things. But I can't be disappointed if, you know, in 15 years, we're not best friends as long as we still have a, a good trusting relationship and they they still can lean on me and call me and and uh know that i'm there for them and all of that because that's i feel like that's the foundation anything beyond that is just sort of relational dynamics that you can't really control
2: piper i think you just need to be as as our friend joel osteen would say in whose book we're probably going to promo next week just be your best dad <laughs> pipe that's what, that's what i think you're. do you have a
1: connection at. with his publisher i'm going to go
2: chase that down if you do yeah i do i'll, I'll get you the number awesome. afterwards dude how much would it take for us to earnestly quit asking that question <laughs> so you know, it take? everybody can be bought that's the problem with this it's 10 grand 10 grand
0: 10 grand a piece oh, on, i would do it
2: and come on but here's the why thing not, why they, not 20 grand then i mean what? Dude, would, 20 grand even better they would have Let's to know out. that Let's if if
1: they paid us money to do that the promo would be essentially a riff on doing things just for money like Dude, would, it, would. it would. It
0: would be a modern art piece on, on doing things just for money. Or so, it would be but,
2: like, hey, do you want us to tell everybody how much we hate this book in hopes that people actually go buy the book because they're so curious now? That's right. Because it's, we dude, hate listen, it so much. We're going to follow the
1: evangelical me. pattern of saying that things suck and then people going and buying them.
2: Yeah, exactly. At yeah, reform, yeah. The, the at least reform, guys. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Like this thing is heresy. It's the end of the world. And and we put it on the bestseller list because of our angst. but. I don't know. Dude, listen, Osteen, if you're listening for 10 grand, I will read on the air a copy that you prepare. I'll read it. I'll read it with with feeling even. Wow.
2: I would do that. Is there any other way to read Osteen? But with but with feeling, with
0: feeling and lots of pathos, lots of heart.
2: Yes. I don't know. And a big smile too. Lots of hair.
0: Boys, let's uh, let's talk about something else, man. I, I got to set this up by uh, by telling a little story. So uh, so our oldest, speaking of being buddies with your kids, um, he is going to. Uh, and you guys are going to laugh. He's going to a classical school this year. Wow. Which, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if you're familiar with that, um,
1: but,
2: yeah, but I, I wasn't. Am. I am. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I wasn't before we I'm, before I'm we started f- down that I'm road. I'm mostly familiar How with Latin Latin the parents who.
1: I'm mostly familiar with the parents who send their kids to classical school uh and yeah and that ilk. So good. That was honestly
0: you. my biggest concern. And uh and you know, it's been better than we thought it would be in that regard. But uh but we were at uh a meeting the other night uh with some other parents in which uh one parent who was talking up front, uh she mentioned Halloween and she goes, Oh ha ha not that not that any of us celebrate that and there was much sort of like Uh, agreeable guffawing all over the room (laughs) nervous
2: chuckling nervous (laughs) chuckling
0: (laughs) except that of course we do celebrate halloween in that we let our kids dress up and go trick-or-treating i guess if that's what it means to celebrate halloween then we do celebrate it but uh but we we've had some listener interest in uh in us talking sussing out halloween um all the issues therein um why why people do or don't celebrate, what we think about that. So, uh, so it's getting to be Halloween time. Pipe, not that we would know because it's still ninety three degrees and blazing hot outside where we live. So there, no, there's my,
1: nothing, I'm nothing in
0: the atmosphere to suggest Halloween.
1: I probably won't celebrate it with my kids this year for fear that their rayon costumes will give them heat stroke and they'll die.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they'll they'll just melt to their
1: bodies. Yeah, third, <laughs> you, third you have to third take precautions in from, Tennessee. From Purple plastic melting on them doesn't sound uh, appealing to me. I, Judas
0: I, Priest pipe seriously, is it ever going to like turn to fall here?
1: This is uh, this is hotter than the last couple of years. So uh, it I'm, sucks, I'm Ill- Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> just walking around in a, just a sweaty angry Maybe dude. I was up in I, this year. I was that? up
0: in Michigan last week, man, and and I actually got to wear a sweatshirt. It was so nice. It felt like like actual fall. Wow,
1: <sighs> fall. I know. I've heard rumors of such things.
0: Exactly,
2: Ronnie. What
1: uh... are you guys doing a trunk or treat at your church, Ronnie?
2: Dude, you know what? Perish the thought. I mean, trunk or Baby, treat. What does like... hipster Halloween look like? Let's test that <laughs> out because it, what,
0: whatever you're doing at your church and in your your personal Halloween life, it's it's hipster. So, what does that look like,
2: babe? dude? I don't know. We just like we're not really doing. We're just going to have a party, and then our uh, the whole downtown where our church is. All the businesses mm-hmm. open up and they do a trick or treat, and like we we open up right next to them and hand out a bunch of candy, and so we're just part of the program. And nice. uh, do you hand uh, out yeah, tracks too? No, we don't because we haven't start. We haven't written our tracks yet, guys. We haven't written our That's reform right. tracks, so I'm not I'm not going to be hanging out chick tracks. Um, but we uh, no man, we just hang out. We just hand out really good candy. We actually hand out toys too. What about that? wow dude so we just go now over.
0: like real toys or like hipster like woodcut toys you no, know I what mean, i mean no no like no, leather goods toys,
2: like like on uh like on December 26th <laughs> we get everybody together we get a team together and they start every day for like two hours a day so they start carving out toys to prepare yeah, that's good for, baby For us, yeah it's good so <laughs> that's really right good. now right now the count is up to uh 3200 and we just need 200 more and we'll be ready to go it's 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 good it's good it's good.
0: Baby, that's outstanding. Boy, the kids must love you.
2: But do I tell you trunk or tree, like explain the, explain the fun in that one. It's like, all right, so here's what we do, kids. Like we, we, we have you come to the church parking lot. We park the cars in a circle. We open up the trunks. And what you do is you go in a circle pretending like we're drug dealers and we're like giving you candy <laughs> out of our bags. I mean like who came up with that idea? Because I, I, I don't know. I don't Dude, it's candy. funny.
0: I, I, I just don't even see the logic. Is the logic pipe that it's it's too dangerous out in the neighborhood to go to, to some stranger's house to knock on the door for candy so we're just <laughs> – we're bringing it in-house as it were? Yeah, for I, sure.
1: I don't know because I mean I feel like the people who came up with it are probably the same people who use phrases like hug on you and love mm-hmm. on you, which makes yes. me think that there's something sort of inherently church creepy about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I – it's it's either just this completely it's not safe out there or it's like that's a pagan holiday so we're going to mm. change one syllable and mm-hmm. uh, and all of a sudden we've sanctified it even though we're doing the exact same thing. Sure, yeah. sure. But that syllable is the difference between uh, is the difference between pagan and and uh, and holy holiday. Absolutely, it is. Now, now, do you guys know anybody who does Reformation Day stuff?
2: Yeah, yes.
0: absolutely.
2: Yeah, I Absolutely. got friends. I got friends. I got okay. Check this out. So I got friends that go to a tiny, you know, super super uber reformed church in my old hometown, and they do a they they do a <laughs> pin the ninety five thesis on the door uh-huh. instead of pin the wheel on the donkey. So yeah, that's what they're yeah that's what they're getting that's what they're that's what they're doing that's what they're doing in four weeks.
0: Dude, what there's is, a there's a a little movement afoot in my church even. There there are a few people who want to do. In the
2: 95 thesis on the, on the Wittenberg door.
0: I'm sorry. Well, yeah. At the, door?
2: That, yeah. Wittenberg. Yeah. Get sorry, it right. Sorry. I was thinking, <laughs> That's okay. started, I want to hear the V spelled with a W. I I would assume it was a W, but it's not.
0: No. no, I know. I know. Yeah. There, there's some of that. And there's also some like, you know, come dressed as your favorite hero of the reformation, which uh, I mean, how do you, how do you, Delineate between which guys you everybody
2: wearing like brown dresses. It's like dudes right. wearing brown dresses. Yeah, to look do, you, like-
1: do you look? Do you look shabby and like that's a filthy bathrobe?
2: Good, good start. Yeah. Right. Like I can't tell. Are you a shepherd or are you Martin Luther? Like, are to-
0: you a Shepherd? Or are you Martin Luther? Or are you just a hipster with a long unkempt beard?
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's like hipsters don't need to dress up like anything for Halloween because they already look like. Oh, that's a 1920s newsboy. Oh, look, a lumberjack. That's a, uh, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a dock worker. Like they're, they already have a <laughs> costume every day. An ironic dock worker. Yeah. He's just, yeah all right. So like everybody at my
2: work. church just doesn't even have to get changed for yeah, yeah. Halloween. They just need epic. to go
1: pull out like the, the implement. So like, oh, dock worker needs a gaff hook. That guy needs a stack of papers. <laughs> like that a guy needs hook. like a rake. Like there's, there's, <laughs> yeah. th- that's what, that's what they need. And ta-da, uh, you know, they just have to, they have to put down their coffee and pick up their rake. And all of a sudden they have a costume.
2: Piper, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a rant without us asking what what you did in the Piper household at Bethlehem uh, Baptist.
0: Ron, saying. great question. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, let's hear it.
2: Let's well, get the shepherd's pouch. Uh, the shepherd's just pouch, the of shepherd's the Halloween. pouch. Just the house. hysteria shepherd's. right now again. What did you um, do?
1: My parents, my parents never uh, never kind of let us participate, but it wasn't like an anti. You are not doing this. It was we're not going to take you. But if I found my own mm-hmm. means to go trick-or-treating, they were like, all right, whatever. So there's a few years I went with friends. There was one year we had a, we had a blizzard. I think it was like 1990 or 91. We had like 14 inches of snow on Halloween night. Um, wow. <clears throat> which, which made trick-or-treating incredible because nobody was out. So I would just go door to door. I went like three blocks, and everybody would just take their bowl of candy and dump it in my bag and turn their porch light off because they just wanted – Because they just wanted to chill out and they're like, we can't go anywhere. There's 14 inches of snow. So I came home with like two pillowcases full of candy uh, in in two or three blocks worth of trick-or-treating yeah. but there was a couple years they would do a i don't know if they called it a fall festival or what i don't recall the name but they would do it at the church and everybody was would come and it was like dress as your favorite bible character so it was every they cliche. called that a
2: harvest they called that a harvest festival it's I,
1: it's possible i don't recall there being real probably. harvest decorations but i mean it was like bobbing for apples and all this stuff There was candy involved and like we would go dressed as david and
2: goliath or you know whoever and uh <clears throat> I mean how does David look I – mean, how, how do you distinguish David between like Hezekiah or like Joseph? Uh, Dude, right, <laughs> people, man. Say, that's, people say, oh, that's you?
1: And you say, I'm David. Like you're, you're just wearing a, a, a bathrobe as a child I mean, instead do, of as an adult. Do
0: you carry like a slingshot? I mean oh, yeah.
1: does that help? Yeah, slingshot yeah, or like a yeah, plastic skin, sword. Whatever
2: that is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean it's – yeah you a harp and lyre uh you carry sheep around on your shoulders i don't know i mean there's just
0: carry a giant guy's head that you've lopped off after <laughs> yeah, you've just killed him in battle
2: you can you imagine like that should have been legit like you Dude, should that'd be get, that'd be fresh
0: get like a get like
2: allowed a, to do that but you probably weren't you
0: go as, Dude, you should, get like a mannequin's head yeah. and lop it off and, and and
1: carry it around and then uh yeah if, if you're judas you carry 30 pieces of silver who would be the best Bible character to go as?
2: Nobody was allowed to be Judas. Let's come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no. I Calm Judas. down place Relax.
1: <laughs> yeah, not Judas Judas, not Judas Priest. Priest. Nobody was allowed Judas to be Judas Priest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Would, who would be the best Bible character to go as? Like, Or the most, uh, maybe the most out of place?
2: Hmm. I mean, cool. I guess like if you were a brave dude and you were a teenager, you could go as John the Baptist and wear like just like a like a diaper with like, you know, like goat hair coming off of it and like nothing else. Or you, like, or wear
1: the sh- you wear the shirt up over your head and carry your head in your arm and you go as as John the Baptist post Oh that. Dude,
0: that's dark. It'd be,
2: like, it'd, be like a take, it'd be like a take on David and Goliath. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. you could that. That's really dark,
2: man. Yeah. I think
1: I think going as a couple and going as like Samson and Delilah. Would be a uh, would there be an interesting go. one ah. because it's just oh that's way out of bounds. Good job, guys. I mean that's
2: or just go as like Ananias and Sapphira and have like I don't know like a knife sticking out of your heart or just something. Just per- Periodically like that. <laughs> fall over, you know, because you can't go as the witch. Like you know, you only hear about the witch of Endor. Nobody was allowed to be the witch of Endor, obviously. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I'm I'm Jezebel. This is Ahab. <laughs> you know. Yeah, not happening. Yeah, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty fun though.
2: Yeah, Halloween, man. Do you guys have Halloween. you guys
1: ever gone to an adult? Halloween party, like where the adults. Oh, are yeah,
0: dude. It. When I was in my 20s, like almost everybody would have one of those like like once in a while. I mean, those. Like, are I think we hosted
2: one. Those are essentially pornographic parties now. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I mean, like not in our circles, but like, uh, yeah. But, but yeah. yeah in, quick, like
2: backpedal Ted faster. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, not, not, not anymore. In church, not in church circles. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. if you're you growing up, going to Halloween parties when you hit like your teenage years, I mean, like, dude, that's true. Are just insane. Oh yeah, that's true. It's, it's
1: basically like oh, you dress like a business person all week long. Now you're a prostitute. Doesn't matter which version of it. You're a nurse prostitute.
2: You're a uh...
0: Dude, remember in like uh, like the late '90s or early 2000s, like Lord of the Dance, like Michael Flatley. <laughs>
2: oh. I went,
0: KK and I went as that at, at one point. Um, that's funny. What what else, man? I think uh, I think I went as Bono one year. I had to. I had like a guitar and a shirt that said "Kiss Me, I'm Irish."
2: Um, which is
1: ironic given your take on U two a week or two ago. Yeah, I hate U two. I have no use for U two. Oh,
2: that must have been must have been during my two month hiatus.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh what else, man? Did you get did you guys do adult Halloween parties? And if so, what did you go to what did what did you go ask?
1: I have not dressed up for Halloween since I was maybe four, 13 or fourteen years old. And, yeah, uh, likewise. never <clears> been <throat> Never an adult Halloween party. This this fascinating. Well, here's the thing: I'm not I'm not necessarily anti adult Halloween parties. I've just never been invited by people who I was like, "Oh, those are people. It'd be really fun to go look like an idiot around." Dude, Dude, remember that
0: remember that song in the in the '90s? "I'm too sexy for my shirt." Yes, Yes. right.
1: Said Fred. I went as
0: Right Said Fred one year. Wow. Right said Ted. (laughs) Yeah, I know.
2: I take it back, guys. I actually threw a Halloween, par- an adult Halloween party one time. Did you really? I forgot about that. Yeah. What did so you go as? To be honest, man, I don't, I, I don't really remember. I don't I don't know if I dressed up because I was like I was like doing all the food and all that. If stuff.
0: you're the host, you get like an exemption. I Dude, I we need- threw one. We threw one one time, and everybody came dressed as me. <laughs>
1: I was actually going to make that suggestion if Ronnie ever throws another one where people can pick different hairstyles from his different. Eras. People can different, pick a different so Ronnie like, Martin like, yeah, era. I'm like come dressed as Ronnie, that. 1995 Ronnie, nineteen ninety five. Ronnie, two thousand one. Ronnie, just like you could. And people, you can just go on YouTube and find these things. And guys, uh, you know what? I'm just going to lay this out.
2: I, I would be happy to throw just a crazy Halloween bash this year if I thought anybody would show up. I mean, I, I'd be all about it. I'd be all. Dude, about I would hosting. go. The party of the year, if I knew anybody would come, I would do it.
0: Dude, what if we had live in Louisville at your house, which is not in Louisville, and, and had it as a Halloween if party? If you
2: guys want to drive up, I'll even, we'll even allow fans to come in. We will do it up if that's what we want to do. Live on Halloween. Who's better plan Dude, in past, and, and, considering that's like three weeks away. Oh, that's not a problem. That is not – Dude, real. and listen. People, people have to come dressed as us absolutely that's the that's the price of admission that's the price of admission $25 on top of that for a ticket obviously but
0: yeah um, you have to have a
2: distinctive happy rant cast
0: members uh look
1: yes and you have to you have to bring a a handcrafted good of some variety involving uh leather carved wood or quinoa (laughs)
0: that's right you have to you have to have proof of your hipsterness
2: you have to you have to have proof that you've listened to this program at least one time yeah if you can't quote at
1: least two inside jokes get out
2: right man maybe dude, that'll be is... what we do at the door like you got to pay cash you got to like have something that you have to have some craft something to give us and you have to, you have to produce a quinoa joke. product absolutely or a td jakes book nice. or an andy stanley but well no that's what we're going to use for the bonfire that night
0: <laughs> oh judas dude judas right. priest pipe what was our third topic man i've forgotten oh. Clowns. I know this isn't very professional uh, radio of me. Yeah, but
1: that's all right. No, everybody needs to pick me up sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. clowns and the Oh yeah, clowns. The, let's just go ri- like <clears throat> it's I suppose the topic is really more like the rise of the clowns because there's a the the clown- terrifying yeah. trend going on. It's it's absurd. It's crazy. Speaking
0: of dressing up, you know, um and adults. Let's just go like two minutes things. on this. Yeah. yeah, let's go a couple minutes on this, man. We'll we'll close the show with this. But there are just to set it up, and I know this because I need some some deep Show prep uh a minute or two before we went on the air and I read uh one article about it but there's people uh people like dressing up as clowns and like harassing other people that's yes. that, that's the sort of the gist here is it not well,
1: it's mostly adults dressing up as clowns and harassing children like trying yes. to lure, which is so screwed up trying to lure so children screwed. into the woods and, and hovering around elementary schools and stuff well mm. dude
2: we have a uh, we have a police log which is the funniest thing you've ever read' it's a small town and they list all these crazy things like man stole 2 dollars out of my glove box yesterday kind of stuff so, <laughs> so recently last week i'm not I'm not kidding guys it literally said clown sighted at haunted tunnel <laughs> 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 but like, like there's there's a place in town called the haunted tunnel like haunted tunnel ohio right I mean, all right. So,
0: so it's known year round as haunted tunnel. Like, like like, I
2: didn't know that. Like, I mean, it could have said, this. you know what I mean? Like, it's a like it's an like it's an actual address. Like, clown spotted at spooky ditch. Like that's like (laughs) like as if that's an actual.
0: (laughs) Like you could could get mail at haunted tunnel, Ohio. You know, in the zip code. Right.
2: And like, and so like (laughs) when when we were cracking up about it, we're asking our friends, and they're like, "Oh yeah, haunted tunnel, not the haunted tunnel." Or yeah, that one haunted tunnel that one year it was like, "Oh yeah, haunted haunted tunnel, definitively." Yeah. Yeah. So and then OK. And then there was another thing like just a couple days ago, which was um, at, at one of the uh, at one of the old like the uh, what do you call it? Like the elderly care homes. There was a clown <laughs> spotted staring in the window at one of at, oh, Judas, dude, at, at some of the patients. Yes, and they yeah. literally had to they literally had to like get all the patients and bring them into like the common room because mm-hmm. everybody was like scared to death. So, like, this oh. thing is real. But you know what I was telling Pipe? Here's what's so crazy about clowns. I was telling Pipe off the air that, like, dude, like, gr- maybe this was the case for you, Big T. But, like, mm-hmm. growing up, like, clowns were not scary when I was growing up. They were, like, happy and, like, hey, look, I'm going to a birthday party. Oh, yay, a clown, a clown. You know what I mean? Like, the- <laughs> at some point... They, like, crossed over to the dark side and they became, like, evil, scary, like, wicked characters. But, like, when I was growing up, like, clowns were, like – it was like Ronald McDonald. They were happy. Like, you liked clowns.
1: Our, our, Dude, church, ever- our church had a clown named Bobbles who came to every single one of our harvest festivals. And he would hmm. make balloon animals and, like, honk had, his wait, nose a, and ride a you you unicycle a and stuff. a
2: church clown
1: type? A
0: church clown? Yeah. Maybe was- big R. Have you ever heard of the church clowning thing? Like, that's a thing.
2: Dude, no, I've never heard of that. That's insanity. That's literally
0: a thing. Like I, I knew somebody at one point who, uh, who did
1: this. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, church nuts. Car. This guy was yeah. like, he he worked as like – I don't know what he is, like sales or customer service or something during the week. But then like on weekends, he would do exactly what you're describing. He would go to people's parties. You could book Bobble's the Clown. And he was at every church. Like he was at vacation Bible school in our fall things. Like And, and yeah – I get, it makes a little bit of a difference if you know the person behind it. But it's funny because in retrospect, I'm not like, wait, was he crazy? Mm-hmm. Was that guy a serial killer? <laughs> well, this I mean, is what was. probably, he probably that's, was. That's the thought. That's, well, I know his family. Like, they're good family. When did yeah. it change, it just,
2: though? Was it, was it because of Stephen King's It, you know, book, movie? I mean, like, when did clowns become, like, this, this like, terrorizing menace from, like, the other I, world? I think that,
1: you know like, I'm planted saying? seeds and then the internet just blew – because, you know, the internet accelerates any – Trend of opinion. And so if one person shares that they have a paranoia, all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, I have that. Yeah. It's like, and Mm -hmm. then it, it just sort of spreads. And then, you know, you find all these creepy pictures. And so, like, this is one of those things that, so, I saw I saw a story from North Carolina where they showed pictures of clowns and they're in like wife beaters and jeans, but then like clown makeup and the frizzy hair thing. Like they look terrifying. They're standing oh, kind of at the fringe of these woods, and it says you know like clowns in Greenville, North Carolina, lure trying to lure children into the forest. And then there was a there was a reported sighting near an elementary school in in near the suburbs of Nashville, and they like. They had the school on lockdown and they had to like send a word to they, parents. They were
0: hipster clowns though in the in the suburbs of Nashville. They
1: were like vintage clowns. Well, the suburbs are where like <laughs> – or where the, the, here, the rich yuppies clothing. live. The, the downtown yeah, area yeah. is where the, the hipsters live. And then, uh, and then I just saw an hour before we, we recorded that where I used to live in Chicago. There's this whole area called the Prairie Path, which is like hundreds of miles of really nice, like groomed paths for running and biking. And there's like mm-hmm. clowns hanging around the Prairie Path, scaring joggers and stuff. And it's, it's an epidemic
2: this. now. It's an did- epidemic.
1: Do you, it? Would would anybody uh, question somebody who just clocked a clown? Like if a clown pops out of the woods while you're running, that's can you just?
2: Can you just? Dude, if beat anybody the,
1: pops out of the woods when I'm running, they're getting clocked. I know. Can you just right? beat the everything out? I'm literally out like, of them? like,
2: yeah, you're, that's a great question. You're a clown. You go and you terrorize, or you pop out on somebody to scare them. I mean, do you expect to keep living that long by doing that?
0: Seriously, man. Like that's the kind it's of insane. dude,
2: especially especially in
0: Chicago where everybody's all like raged up about the traffic anyway man yeah. somebody's gonna beat you to
1: death or in tennessee where people carry like six shooters to the grocery store <laughs> dude exactly
0: man in tennessee yeah, exactly. like the guy's gonna pull out his Colt forty five, man, and regulate. Again, you know,
2: like, I'm the only guy living in my town that's not a concealed carrier, dude. That's not, not a,
0: strapped to the gills right <laughs> now, probably man. Not a great
2: idea to dress up as a clown and scare some dude.
0: Seriously, man. No, I mean, I could,
2: in,
1: where we live, I would be afraid to like if if somebody had a flat tire and I like pulled up behind them to see if I could help. I'd be afraid of startling them for fear of them shooting me, dude. So, seriously, I'm man, definitely seriously. not like if I'm a clown. Like, what are what are you doing? Some dad is just going to wait by the elementary school and just just start blazing away. It's going to happen. And
0: pipe when you were growing up, up in uh, up in Mini-Ab, Man, did you guys get to WGN? Did you get that station yeah. on TV? Do you remember Bozo the Clown? You remember that show? Or are you too too young for that?
1: I know of Bozo the Clown. I don't remember watching it though.
0: Dude, see, I grew up watching Bozo the Clown, man, and uh, and I tell you what, yeah, that that was in the pre, that was before clowns got evil and dark. But man, as a, as a kid growing up in like that area, you you would you would have killed to be on Bose of the Clown. That <laughs> show was amazing. Yes, that oh. show was, and you get to throw like uh, the little ping pong balls in the bucket and win prizes, like games. Uh, it would have been unbelievable, man. You, you know, that was the.
1: You guys asked who made Scound or like who who kind of turned the tide. I'm pretty sure it was Scooby Doo. I don't. Oh, okay. Because that that predates Stephen King's work on it. I'm pretty sure. Because there's a few different Scooby Doo episodes where they they recognize sort of the inherent darkness of clowns. You know, Interesting. Where, because it's easy to hide behind the smiling face, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like the, the big pointy teeth, and they get they get freaky. But yeah, so mm. I, I think we can probably blame Scooby Doo for planting seeds in 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 current millennials uh, that who are now terrified of clowns.
2: Mm. Okay.
1: Okay. So guys, that was, uh, well, I think Ronnie needs to answer one more question and that is, um, will you have a clown at your trunk or treat this year?
2: We do vintage clowning at substance. Yes. What is vintage Vintage clowning clowning. hipster clowning? Yeah. We, it's just how clowns look back in like 1885. So Mm -hmm. it's more
1: like a jester.
2: It's how clowns look back in the eighties, the 1880s, the 1880s, our favorite decade. Right, where they had very little makeup and just really baggy, like kind of costume, and uh, they, were, they were just funny guys. You they're know? just funny guys, right? They're just yeah. funny guys <laughs> with a little makeup. On, they're just funny jovial like, guys. Lots of tights, tights. yeah, Bright, some tights. brightly colored tights, right? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Okay, yeah, I love they just look it. like they just look like you know men who love yoga. Mm. So hipsters, <laughs> right? Vintage clowning, yes.
0: Yeah, vintage clowning. On that Boys, note, on that note we have uh we've done what we always do on this program which is to wander uh to and fro throughout these topics uh i feel like we were pretty insightful today not to like uh pat ourselves on the back prematurely for this app but uh i feel like there was a lot of insight do you always feel good about it i mean is this an app that you do you walk away from this episode and go we we did some good radio today
1: yeah we we delivered i think I, i feel good about this
2: I feel I like, feel we like do I'm too. still finding my fit. It's been so long since I've been here. I'm finding my feet. Yeah, you're you just kind of me...
1: getting to know us again, Big
0: R. You know, right. I mean, getting to it know who we are. To
2: get back in the groove. You know, yeah, like, that's all, I'm dude. Now.
0: You're just you're just organizing all your conference lanyards there in, in your studio and and unpacking and you know, I am.
2: I'm doing that. I'm doing that as we speak. Obviously, yeah,
0: absolutely. Stretching all those lanyards out, they would wrap around the the globe twice.
2: I got know, an that entire, sort of thing. entire table just dedicated to my lanyards. It's called the lanyard. <laughs>
0: table (laughs) the the lanyard table you're gonna open a hipster bar in ashland and just call it the lanyard
2: right or i might just open up a a lanyard store just call it vintage lanyard dude vintage handmade no
1: you you need to start a lanyard craft line and put it up on etsy like things that can be made out of lanyards i bet you could yeah i bet you could legitimately make money
2: off of that like leather, like vintage old leather lanyards, like from like, like mittens, ages.
1: mittens knitted out of lanyards, or uh, I don't know, dog leashes because everybody loves yeah. dogs. Dog leashes made out of lanyards. I mean, there's there's a market there,
0: dude. Repurpose All right. lanyard stuff. All right, let me let there me get go. on that. I'll, I'll report next week. I mean, it's like making a table out of a barn door. You know what I mean? You're just making something out of the lanyard, and you know what it is? It's uh, it's environmentally conscious too. So you're doing your part. Reduce, yeah. reuse, recycle instead of putting that lanyard in a in a landfill you're uh, you're you're making something beautiful out of it big R yeah i got point taken guys so i'm going to get yeah. right on <laughs> good good see Iron sharpening iron, man. Right. Lanyard sharpening lanyard. Guys,
2: I got it. I commerce will get on lives. It. I got it. I will get on it.
0: It's all about commerce. You you read that Andy Stanley book, and you'll be a you'll be a lanyard art millionaire by the time. You we You know speak what? Next. I'm
2: out, so I'm just going to finish up the
1: program. Uh, now. Ronnie, it's H- Ronnie Evans. Uh, do you have a vision for this? Because the book Visioneering uh, would really help you uh, embody the vision for your lanyard business.
2: You know what? Somehow in the providence of God, he kept me out of those last two episodes, boys. So let's just leave mm-hmm. it at that. Let's pretend <laughs> to be friends. He and, kept me uh, out of the
0: last two episodes by, by making me travel to conferences. But, you know, the, the Lord works in mysterious ways, baby. He does. And let's
2: be honest. I would have rather been home being on the episode. So there we absolutely, go.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, boys, uh, we we have things to do. We have We have visions to cast in our various places. So. Uh, I'm going to sign us off. Uh, We have wandered to and fro. Until next time, Rachel the Held Evans.
1: Life Audio presents Bridges with Monica Schmelter.
2: That We have an enduring hope that can't be taken away when
1: we are in Christ. And to know that we have that, right? And eternal salvation, because this world can be so busy and so dark that we can forget that, right? right? Because sometimes I get caught in the trappings of what's going on in my life this moment. And while I have
2: to recognize that, that's not it.
1: Continue listening on lifeaudio.com or wherever you find your podcast.